How you gonna come up into my store and tell me to fuck off? <laughs> what? <laughs> this ain't your house, buddy. Bro, I was like, damn. I, was like, I looked at her. I said, I hope your day gets better. You know, like the, and that's for one. That that's already rude as it is, right? Yeah. But I've always, you know, as as I've become less ignorant, uh, I, I I do see, you know. And people, these people, they're taking, you know, they're taking these jobs and they, they do a lot for us. Right. And, you know, we brush them off. Like we've had this conversation, like, I don't like to be on the phone when I'm checking out, you know, uh, and with, you know, an associate, like they're, they're the ones, you know, uh, scanning my stuff because I don't want to treat them like a, just, just a robot or disposable. Right. I feel like they're, they're here. So I should have a conversation with them. Um, or when I'm at the drive-through and stuff like that, like I don't, I don't want to be rude where I'm on the phone and like just talking on the phone and just handing them my money and like ignoring them, like they're just a machine. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's something I heard that brought it up of me not treating them as such, and uh, someone just, uh, expressing that they feel that they're not treated as human because of their job. And so I understand that now or i see that now so i'm I'm just you know so that that really like i was like man these these people like what what's going on you know it's just that was just something that happened today and i thought it was kind of intense yeah that's that's crazy man like uh, a lot of people blame it on uh, how so so let me ask you this how old was the guy that said that what what would you what would you put in that age wise uh 40 year old White man. Mm. Sounds about... 40-year-old white Sounds man. about white, you know. But uh, anyway, <laughs> like, uh, it's something about that uh, age group, bro. Man. Like, they just, you know, you always always see, like, a meme going around saying, like, uh, like our generation, or more like, I think it's actually more geared towards Gen Z, but they'll say their generation mm. is likely to be nervous around, like, a waiter or something or a waitress but then go out and like drop kick a police officer or something <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's interesting you know i mean that's that's interesting but are they saying that because they're just kids right now well i mean a lot of them are i think 24 i think is the cat is the cap but i think they're saying that because they're young i mean they said millennials were going to be you know rebels and all that and no we ended up being like everyone else where we end up growing up and having to suffer in life uh you know there's i don't i don't know um i think that they're gonna do well i hope that they do better than us of course i think they're learning but i, I think the nervousness comes from the internet but i i don't think that's going to be everyone i think they said that with our generation too you know, as people get older, they're all, everyone's going to be nervous. I think it's just a, you know, it's the, it's, it's not as many as people think. And I don't know. In regards to the old man, I think, uh, you know, just, it's that will he take privilege, you know? Yeah. Entitlement. And, entitlement. you know, and it just goes back to the whole central workers thing, man. Like you call them central workers, but then you like don't pay them. And then. Cause she should, yeah. she should be able to just kick him out the store, like, right, right there. You know what that would lead into? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how how that would even. Yeah, I mean, how many people would actually, from what I, you know, what we've experienced, how many people would actually be there to support her? Uh, 
And uh, yeah, I mean, it would have just been, I think it would have just been another incident to go on the internet that ends up leading to an hour of either letting him go into the store or him getting into fights with people or walking out, cops getting called. Just something that wouldn't even be good, you know, no, no matter what ended up happening. Like, it wouldn't end up well, I, I don't think, you know, whether the guy gets arrested or kicked out or he stays in the store. I, I Yeah, it's, yeah, something else. It's like a pick your battles type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Where's uh, security at? <laughs> I just, that's infuriating. <laughs> like, I just can't believe it. But anyway, you know, I know how it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got this video I'm going to send you. Cause you know, you know the the closer Dave Chappelle's the closer is getting a lot of uh, a lot of different reactions, right? One person, a, a trans woman that worked for Netflix, actually quit, uh, and the I, saw, I watched the video uh, discussing it and going over the nuances nuances of uh, Dave Chappelle's special, and I think most of his jokes. Just going over, he has grown. Right. And but he still. She was discussing like there's a wedge that he's supporting between trans women and. um, uh, Or transgender rights and women and he, you know, him supporting the turfs and all that and brought up a good point. That there's this implication, whether intended or not, uh, which we could probably talk about later as far as intention, Dave Chappelle made an implication or implied that you are not a woman unless you are capable of creating, right? Of creating life in that way or giving birth. And it made me wonder watching this video, is he saying that cis women who are incapable of it, are they any less of a woman? Uh, And to limit whether you're a woman or not down to that ability to bleed and give birth. So it made me wonder about that, you know, and of course that goes into the, and you know, and a uh, topic we can talk about as far as intention, because uh, for one, when I was watching it, I, I, although I disagreed with most of his, what he was saying, I understood what he was trying to say. Right. And, but yeah, it made me think, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a trans woman's any less than a woman. Right. Just because of that. I mean, that's fact. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But it would, you know, it kind of goes into that wedge, you know. Uh, but it, I thought it was interesting. What I was trying to, what I'm trying to get into is just there's, there's this special seems to be getting the most attention. I think because I think it was less jokes and more of him trying to state a point, make a make a point, and that didn't go well. And it kind of showed his, you know, his uh, mindset overall. I think. As much as he's trying to learn, I think he's still set in his ways. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and yeah, I also agree with your point about the whole like women not being women if they can't give birth thing. Because like you said, this like not all women come equipped, you know, with they're not able to produce reproduce. So does that make them any less of a woman? Or you know, if a woman, an older woman, she's not able to reproduce anymore, she's no longer a woman. So, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, their value, is their value gone? Like, they have no value anymore. Yeah. That's what that, yeah. And that's messed up anyway, because now you're reducing women to 
what you're saying that a woman's job is to procreate, like you're reducing them to their sexual organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly, probably. I mean, I'm not going to say he he meant to do that, but yeah, that's what that. I guess the statement could be translated to. Yeah. yeah. Dave, Dave, Dave. But let's get a. Let's get into it. This is a, this is factual opinion. I'm Max and I'm Caleb. And uh, yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, I got a, I got a couple questions. Uh, I, I hope um, bring a good, a good, you know, make lead to a good conversation. I know you had a question uh, a while ago. That I told you to hold off on because it kind of led into a question I had mm-hmm. for this. And uh, I'll let you ask that first. You know, regarding kids. Was it was it in regards to? Give a second. Oh yes, yes. Was it weird for? So it's like I don't want kids, but I don't want to have a vasectomy, and it's like it's like a few reasons, right? It's like one, I don't really care for invasive surgery if I can help it, especially on any type of sexual organs. Uh, two. It, it's like, it's it's kind of like a weird pride thing with me. You know, it's like, I want to still, if I, you know, i like, oh yeah, I can have kids, but I just don't want, you know, I just want to have the choice, you know? Wow. Okay. 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 A pride thing. I didn't think about that. I was thinking, I was actually thinking in regards to that, I was thinking that it's it's the idea that you're not actually completely brushing off having children because I'm in the same boat. But not so much the pride thing. I, for me, it's more of what if, you know, after I do it, what if all of a sudden I'm like, I want kids. I don't want to go back for surgery. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's that too. Because that's even more surgery. <laughs> yeah. And you made a good point. It's intrusive. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have it because of that. It's intrusive. But then it goes into, you know, if you don't want kids, you know, get a vasectomy. Like, stop, you know, don't go around, you know, being unsafe or... You know, uh, even if you're wearing condoms, like if you're sure you don't want kids, like get it. But then, you know, like um, I think I think it's the possibility, you know, what if I want kids, you know, Um, as much as as much as I believe I do not want kids. I'm always thinking, what if I change my mind? But I also think that could be society on me because from even since you're a child there's always this uh, assumption that you're going to get married and start a family and that's just this thing that's pushed on people and on top of that when you say you don't want kids people say you will when you get older you know <laughs> or i don't want to get married you will when you get older Unlo- uh, opposed to if you say you want kids no one comes up to you and say <laughs> wait till you're older <laughs> like or i want to get married <laughs> it's wait till you're older you're going to change your mind no one says that and i i think there's kind of a i think that kind of has there's an issue with that um you know, pushing one thing over another that you're supposed to want these things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that may be why I, I may believe I want them in the future because that's what people do. Um, but my question, am I, I guess this wouldn't be the right word. Am I a bad person for not wanting kids? Like, or does, you know, being selfish in that sense, make me a bad person so if you ask me i don't think so at all like i feel like 
a lot of people probably don't want kids, but they end up having them because they feel like they're supposed to. And then they end up giving their kids a terrible life and loathing them and, you know, and then churning out like depressive people. So I say no. But if you know you don't want kids and you, you have that self-awareness and you're not just doing everything. Because, you know, I feel like a lot of what people do is because, you know, that's what that's what's set off like like for us. Like that's the path we're set. Like, okay, you can only go this way. This is the only way you can go. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather just go the, you know, we're in, if we're in the Amazon, we're in the jungle. I'm, I'd rather just not go to the path that's laid out in front of me. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because I'm, I'm trying to, you know, part of me, you know, when it goes, when it comes to dating, right? A lot of people want children. A lot of people want to start a family eventually. And we're nearing that age where people are ready to start a family, or at least they believe they think so. I mean, we met a lot of people that are, you're wondering why they have kids. And yeah, we're, it's a, you know, you meet friends that say they want kids. And I feel like sometimes I have to censor myself because even if I don't want to seem like, oh, you're making a mistake. I'm not saying they make a mistake, but I feel like sometimes when I say I don't want kids, I'm projecting something onto other people mm-hmm. uh, some, at least it feels that way sometimes and maybe i feel like an outcast or wrong for wanting that or not wanting that or people will look at me weird when i say that or i think that people are judging me and like this is not someone i want to hang out with or when it comes to dating and telling people i don't want kids in that sense of like i'm I'm eliminating myself from so many um, potential, you know, partners Uh, or they're eliminating themselves from me. Right. And I think I think maybe I should think that way of their limit. They're eliminating themselves for wanting kids, but it's not a bad thing. Right. So it's it's kind of. um, Man, it's it's, I mean, but that's going to happen anyway, because I think that's with anything you don't. It's not doesn't have to necessarily be kids. It could be like someone's very. Someone's into one thing supports Trump, right? I mean, that's automatically a no. But I think the kids thing, I feel, is such a pivotal part of most people's lives and such an important thing to have and something that you can't necessarily reverse or change like an opinion. Like an opinion you can change where, you know, having kids and and most, in, in some respects, you can't change, right? Unless you have an abortion or give them up for adoption, when you have them, it's like they're these are eighteen years you're committing now, right? Yeah, minimum. That's like minimum. Unless you want to pick up some milk at the gas station. <laughs> hey, there you go. So. And that's like minimum of eighteen years too. You know, it's rarely ever over at eighteen. That's just how it is, like legally. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, legally. <laughs> it goes into that thing, like. Uh yeah, once you turn eighteen, you out this house. But we hear that a lot, you know, yep. younger. But a lot of generations, or sorry, for older generations, we hear that a lot. But you know, younger generations, including ourselves, you know, parents are more willing to allow us to stay home and stay there, which is which I'm grateful for. And I'm I think a lot of people should be able to have that. But it's I think it's because it's you know, in the past, at least in America, and I'm sure other places, it's frowned upon to live with your parents and you should have a place to yourself and you should have your own place and all that and i, I i'm i'm 
I'm kind of happy that we're starting to move towards, you know, it's all right to live not just with your parents, but anyone and to have this communal living because it's just expensive to live alone, you know? Um, yeah, I agree, man, because in other cultures, it's it's normal to have multiple generations under one roof, like you said. But I feel Listen, like the Mexican side of my family. Man. See, there you go. I'll tell you. That makes sense. Like that's. Do you know how much sense that would make? I mean, granted, there are some. There is, you know, costs and benefits to that. Of course, you know, if mm-hmm. you want to be romantically involved with someone, I imagine it would be a little bit hard. Well, not a little bit harder. Significantly harder. You know, as compared to having your own place. But that that reminds me. No, go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought. Yeah, I, I was just saying that. It, I, I blame it on consumerism and capitalism and the American dream that they keep trying to sell you. Yeah, that that reminds me, though, that um, that's reminding me that there's this idea. Um, well, I don't think it's an idea. I think it's true. It's easier to afford a house when you have a partner because you're looking at a house or rent. Let's say it's. In major cities, at least, it's between fifteen to two thousand. A single person paying that much—it's ridiculous. Even if you're buying a house, you're paying a decent house. You know, some—you know—you're going up. You're paying around that much. If you have a partner, that's cut in half, right? And I think there's this—you know—pressure, and people don't recognize that. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot to have that you know um they're you're you know and i think there a lot there are a lot of you know people showing that that it's more expensive to live alone than it is being single is almost impossible to buy a house um, unless you know you're fortunate enough to get you know get a get it you know get a good job get a good pay or get into a good position to where you can't afford one or you get help right um and where if you have a partner or if you have friends, like for having friends would be great, you know, that are willing to move in with you or buy a place with you to where you guys can buy something and then both put in money for it. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to happen. And then we have, you know, this housing market so high and so many companies are buying a bunch of homes or buying all this land and building multiple homes just to rent them out to people. And so it's becoming uh, very difficult for at least a single person to buy a home. And that, and that like brings a whole new set of problems too, because you know you move in, and then they say you know if you cohabit like that, and it's it's not cohabitation itself that ruins relationships, but I think a lot of times it's like a lot of people aren't they don't let their intentions be known, and so it always fizzles out before it goes mm-hmm. anywhere. So it's like a whole new mm-hmm. set of problems. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's it's yeah, it's it's a it's a lot. I think it's a lot. And I and now you're making me think of this other thing. Just when when would I when would I be willing to move in? I guess with a partner, right? <laughs> so that that that'd be a whole other thing. So, but the kids thing, I'm I don't think I'm gonna get a vasectomy because I'm again I have that mindset which. For all I know, I'm, I don't even want kids in the future. 
but I don't know how to, I guess, I don't know how to respond to that. You know, I don't know how to react to that thinking. Uh, like, do I, uh, you know, do I, do I get one or do I, because uh, what happens when I eventually, what, what happens if I end up in a position where I end up dating someone that for sure doesn't want kids and then in the future I end up wanting kids? Or what happens when I'm, you know, talking to someone that wants kids in the future and I don't know if I do and then I end up, you know, for sure not wanting any. That's a lot of time spent, right? That ends up being a lot of time spent. Um, I guess more so, you know, spent, you know, being with someone that ends up, you know, we end up not wanting the same thing and what happens if we find that out five years into the relationship? Like that becomes a pain. Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, have you always, you know, have you heard the saying, or not a saying, but you know how people are like, oh, you just haven't met the right person. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is it that simple? Do I literally just meet somebody and I'm like, huh, I want to procreate <laughs> with them. Like, how does, you know, how does that work? What, who, what does that mean, the right uh. person? Like, am I, am I going to just not be able to control myself, like, biologically? And then it's going to be like, oh, our genes are a perfect match. You know, what, what's it? What is it? What's that mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like when people say that either. You're going to meet the right person. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that I, mindset. I, I, actually, I'm not against it, though. I'm, I'm, I'm on the side of... Because it's the same with, you know, marriage as well for me. That I think, you know, if I find that person that I'm confident with, that I feel is the right person, I think I'm, I'm willing to marry them. And so I think it's possible to find, you know, someone that you're wanting to have kids with. Maybe it's, maybe it's can you find the right person that you could see yourself having kids with? I think that would be a better one. I guess if you're on the fence of having kids. Yeah, I like that. I like, so just in case if something, you know, you know happens, you're like, eh, yeah. okay, this is okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like we're just suddenly like, fuck it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, she, well, she cool. This is it. It's whatever. <laughs> this, this is the end of the road. All right, cool, I guess. I'm pregnant. It's like, damn. Well, fuck it. All right, here we are. I guess this, I guess this is where it's supposed, this is where it ends. That's funny. This is where it ends. Cause the way you said it, you're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you just gotta find you just gotta find someone who you're, you're willing right. to to accidentally get pregnant. That's pretty much where it's gonna have to be, man. <laughs> you know. I guess yeah. I guess you're tolerable. <laughs> I can I can see you being a decent mom. <laughs> I won't get tired of you. I guess. Hey, but I'm just gonna Wait. say this: if I was a woman, I would definitely not want kids. <laughs> But I, I, why? The the stuff that women go through during pregnancy. I knew pregnancy was like hard and crazy, but after like doing a little more research, like the stuff that could potentially happen if you're pregnant is insane. Like, mm-hmm. I, I look at my mom and I'm like, you're crazy. She did it three times. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I get that. You know, I get that. Um, the thought of, uh, you know, because I mean, a lot of things can happen. I know, you know, people can get blind, the blindness and then 
you know, they can end up, you know, losing their life. I know there's a lot of stuff that can happen. Teeth falling that, out. I don't, I don't think that's something. Yeah, teeth falling out. But I don't think that's necessarily something that you, you think about when having kids. I think you're thinking about the things bringing life into the world, you know. Yeah, so I, I would I don't think that's fair to think of the negatives. I would think of the negatives. You know? Too many chances, um, bro. <laughs> Too many chances. Nah, I'm not. I'm not thinking of the negatives. I'm not gonna do that. I would, you know, because then the, I I think I mean that would give that's even more reason for me not to want to have kids then because I wouldn't want to put that on someone else. Uh, so I'm not gonna say that. But because I I was seeing if you were gonna be on a ledge because you said if I was a woman <laughs> I wouldn't want kids. No, <laughs> so I was gonna see what ledge you're about to put yourself in. But I, I guess, yeah, I, I suppose there's those negatives. Um, but I think that that ability to bring life would be cool. Uh, but I don't. I mean, yeah, those fears. It's I don't know. There's as too many. I say that not to think negatively, but then I do. I do think of like the things that come with having a child, and that's where it, it is. Because I think a lot of people only think of the positive moments, like me and a kid laughing, and kid growing up or me me looking fly with my kid i got them a dope ass outfit i got a dope outfit we, we looking good like yeah but you know what about those nights i can't sleep like the kids crying or the nights where the kids yelling in a store the night the kid ends up fighting someone what if the kid you know as they become a teenager they go through the things i went through you know not fitting in you know or they what if they end up being socially anxious they have anxiety depression Ner- this n- extreme nervousness. Uh, what if they end up being an incel, like uh, the modern incel? What if they, you know, what if they end up being some, you know, and what if they end up being a horrible person? You know, I think where did I go wrong? I had them. Boom. Yeah. What? Yeah. What happens then if I'm? Yeah. And then I also think about, you know, as far as what if they're not a horrible person. You can't control entirely how your child's going to You be. can't. People want to say, oh, it's all about how you raise them. You can't. I guarantee there's, like, murderers out there that probably had the, the nicest upbringing. The, that makes me skeptical of a lot of uh, the documentaries that come out. Because a lot of them say, well, he had a nice life. He was good. You know, he was well taken care of. Parents were together and all this. And I'm like, I don't know. Was there something you're hiding? <laughs> something, like... Why, why does every murderer have a good family? I'm telling you, nature, you know, it kind of it kind of throws nature versus nurture on its head a little bit. Like, if they really had a but nice then, life, and then they just started, eh, I think I'm going to be yeah. a murderer. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be possible, right? It could be possible. Yeah. But I'm like, how does every single one have a good life? And then I think about, uh, what's it called? I think about the... Uh, um, the movies like Halloween, where they show like the upbringing of Michael Myers and stuff like that, where he had a bad childhood and ended up being a killer. But then it, I think it, I I believe it's more so trying to make it understandable of why he's a killer, right? More of like, oh, he did tough things, so now he's a horrible person. But like, let's make it, you know, if the documentaries are real, let's make it real. Let's let's make someone who had a loving family, popular in school. <laughs> And all of a sudden, he's like, I'm just going to kill everyone. American Psycho, I, I guess, would be kind of like that, wouldn't it? American Psycho. So, yeah, it, you know, I want to see more of that. It just, I, want, I need realism. Uh, so, yeah, any of us could be a sociopath. That's true. Valid. Valid point. It's, and, and the most of them that we see, at least in doc, in, on TV, 
bunch of just bunch of middle aged white men. <laughs> Something's not right. What's man. going on? <laughs> hey, what? Where's that crossing point? Like good families, you know. I guess, I guess you know most people, you know. I guess other uh, other uh, ethnic groups don't have the the privilege to want to kill people. They're trying to survive themselves. Oh, uh, it's a good point. We don't have time to kill people. Yeah, I saw. You know, I saw something. I don't know if it's real or not. I didn't look up into it, but I, I saw a, uh, something on Twitter that was um, a guy was murdering victims that he met on t- like his victims he got from t- Tinder. He'd meet them on Tinder, match with them, and then go and he'd murder them. And someone caught them by pretending to be someone interested in them and caught them. And <laughs> and it was just it. it uh, but it, it made me think, someone said that it took, this person did the cop's job. And it, it made me think of, uh, just, just think of that. And then it made me, it brought me into a bunch of other things that were, were you know, in regard to the cops. And someone was bringing up, uh, I gotta look it up. I kind of just ruined this because I just forgot the point. But it, in regards to cops. <laughs> but yeah. I think what you were trying to say was, Policemen are more reactionary, and they don't actually prevent crime. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Okay, Let, let's go with that. No. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go with that. Let me let me go through that. Oh, I that rem, um, I guess it, what it's reminded me of at least. I don't know if this is what I was going towards. It reminded me of a dream I had where I was I ended up being a cop, and uh, <laughs> I ended up getting fired. <laughs> Cause, I like my a month in, after uh, finishing the the academy or whatever, I got fired. But I got fired because I wasn't uh, fitting into their um, into their little fraternity, which I kind of felt good. You know, when I woke up, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm glad they didn't kill me. But I got fired like a weekend or a month in. They're like, yeah, you're fired. I'm like, oh, they're like, why'd you get fired? I was like, cause I'm I wasn't gonna. I was trying to be all like tough i was like because i wasn't going to succumb to their ideology <laughs> <laughs> like I was, yeah i was like i was being all tough i was like yeah they were being messed up like the system's messed up and uh but it was kind of i was behaving the same way i was with um the military you know uh you know kind of says you know that fraternity mindset which i'm totally glad i'm, I'm not a part of anymore which I, I know we we have to think of like a time to record like a good few hours because I'm pretty sure we can go really into that. Um, being in the military and now being out, you know, that would be a, an interesting thing to go into because then we won't, you know, we won't be restricted to what we can say. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can talk for hours on it about that. <laughs> All right. And then so let's let's go to the second question. This one may not be as long, but it, it kind of goes with the, you know, Dave Chappelle does intention. It, are there an example? Are there examples? Are there ever a moment where an intention can overcome a result or outcome? Because I've talked to a few people that try to say, yeah, but the person meant this. And I'm like, yeah, but they didn't mean to do that. And I think they were trying to show that show, at least tell me that they didn't mean wrong. So it's not too bad. And so I'm wondering, are there ever moments where the intention matters more? 
the intention matters every any moment for the intention matters more I mean you always hear what is that saying the road to hell is paved in good intentions something like that huh so if I heard that maybe you only heard it once yeah so I think universally like this isn't what I I believe, but I think universally a lot of people think that intention doesn't matter. But I feel like there's got to be some type some type of situation where like a good intention would be a good like say like oh say I was like walking down the street or something. I'm in this the streets of Sacramento or whatever. You know homelessness is crazy down here. And I see a homeless guy, and he's like, hey, do you have any money? And I'm like, sure. I give him some money. Little do I know, he's like a he's like a drug addict or something. So he goes, he buys some, I don't know, heroin, something. And he overdoses. So I intended, you know, I didn't know what he was going to do with the money. My intention was that I was going to, you know, give him a meal to get him through the day. But instead he died. So you could technically say that my intention was like a result of him dying but that wasn't my intention right so yeah I, th I think I think intentions can kind of supersede the outcome in some in some cases mm. okay that that is a good example actually um, and his attention maybe was just to get high yeah uh, but uh, uh, or we didn't know, but that that remind that reminds me of the story. I, because uh, a friend of mine here, he did the same thing while he tried to help, and he and I, so we're you know we just had a good night out. We're talking by his car, and this guy comes up to us, and you know he's telling us a story. He's wearing boots. He's like, yeah, my daughter, she has heroin in her car, and I got to move her car, but we're out of gas, and I have to move her car like four blocks down the street, and. And you'll see that this story doesn't make too much sense, right? That's right. Like, but he's like, yeah, uh, she lives She lived four blocks from here. I'm tired of walking back and forth. Can I get some money to put gas in her car? I have to move her car before it gets towed. There's heroin in it, and I want to move it before it gets inspected. I'm not mad. I used to, I'm a recovering alcoholic, so I understand. But I need some money to need help. And we're like, well, I don't carry cash. He doesn't carry My friend doesn't carry cash. There's a Walgreens right across the street. We're like... And he just keeps asking, but we're like, you know, he's my friend, you know, he's probably nicer than I am. He's trying not, you know, he's trying to be nice, but he's like, all right, let's go to Walgreens, get you some money. We go in um, and we pick up, you know, we let him, he, he goes, buys, he buys the water, the the older man, gentleman that runs into us. He buys, he gets a water. My friend pays for it and then asks for cash back. The guy only wanted $5. He gives him 10 here, I'll even call you a, a Lyft or something or an Uber, one of the two. And he calls it, comes, picks the guy up. And then we were just thinking, I was like, so he needed a ride to the house? Wasn't he going to get gas? Like, this guy said he was going to get gas for his car so he could drive four blocks. But he needed a ride to the house. And he was tired of walking back and forth. I wanted to know why he was walking back and forth and all that and yeah it was just uh it was an interesting but confusing story but you know and he was worried he said well, yeah what if um uh 
what if he ends up not using it for good or stuff like that? And I said, well, it doesn't matter because you gave it to him with intentions or the belief that he was going to use it to help himself, right? Mm -hmm. What he does with this tool that you've given him is, you know, it's on him, right? And so I, uh, that's a good point as far as intention. Um, yeah. So I guess that's a good point. I, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking, you know, everything else, most moments, you know, as far as the Dave Chappelle thing, his intention was to, I guess, speak one way and try to get people to understand him or his viewpoints and perspective, but ends up leading to a lot of other issues. And that, that reminds me that I, I, I think a lot of his points that he was trying to get around, because he said it, you know, in the end, it's white people. And I think he may, he was just trying to get to the point of like these these communities have a privilege because the people that are centered or the people that are pictured when with these to represent these communities are white people for the most part or people of a lighter skin tone. And uh, but the intention of trying to get people to understand that led to us being like, man, everything you're saying is is cringy. I mean, if that was the case, why didn't he just should have just said that from the start though? Because he sounds like he's talking. Can directly. you make a special out of that though? <laughs> no, you're right. He could because <laughs> because like because think about it. He's t- he says what he says. He's, he targets the LGBT. If he would have said white LGBTQ, then it'd be like okay, that's different. But no, he just said LGBTQ and. You know, I feel like especially LGBT, like people in that community of color are especially, they have the, they have it the hardest, right? So for him to say that about people in his own community, I can't, I can't not think that he's, what are the words he said? Punching down? I can't not think that he's punching down because that's such a vulnerable community. You know, I want to, I want to make it out like they're weak. They're not weak, of course, but I'm, but I'm saying they're like, they're like susceptible to so much bull crap in this in this world and bigotry and all that. So, yeah, he should he should have been more specific, man. Like I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I I get it. Yeah, but I guess that was see that was, you kind of just thwarted my thought of intention. Because um, usually a lot of times when people tell me these stories and they say something else happens and I I'm always thinking like yeah well they they probably thought something good would happen but it ends up harming someone it it's uh yeah well that was a good uh short short quick to the point you kind of just thwarted that (laughs) intention that's a good example but is that the only example no see that's and that's you know that brings me back to the whole Dave Chappelle thing because like you said he probably intended to come across as you know, understanding of that community and saying, oh, I don't hate anybody in that community. And then he tells a story about uh, Daphne. That was his intention to come across as understanding and to, because, you know, he, he kept going back to, you know, I'm not transphobic, I'm not transphobic. But the mm-hmm. result, of course, <laughs> more backlash. Like, I haven't read any uh, articles or anything on it, but I can't. Like, if I, if I Google something right now, I know there's going to be tons of people saying that, you know, how, how like, baseless it's, his claims uh, are, you know? You know, the, um, with that, the, 
there is a, I guess there's a something that came out that said, you know, that, that this ideology, this idea that the black community is the most homophobic, um, I guess it's not true, which I believe, you know, it's not necessarily true. It's just, it's, uh, I guess it's tougher. And there's this idea of masculinity within these communities. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was saying that they're more likely to come out as uh, being part of the LGBTQ uh, I plus community. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... With that, this goes back to race. I think it's easier to, um, not easier to do that, but it, I think a part of it, I can see a part of it being that as a person of color, if you're seen as part of that community, you're seen as less of a threat. Yeah, I can see that. So I can see that being a thing. Um, and I mean, as you know, as a white person, you can, it doesn't matter what you are, you know. You're still white, you know. Whether you, um, not to say you know you're treated any, not to say you're not treated differently, but you know, you're you're still white when you're walking out down the street, you know. Yep. So, it so I, at least that's how I seen it. I don't know why you know that would be a thing, of you know, majority are you know people of color that are coming out that as part of the community, but I can see that being a reason. Because you know, um, you, you know, you're 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 viewed as less of a threat. Not to say you're not, but you you can be viewed as less of a threat uh, when you're saying you know you're part of that community. Because then it's like, oh, this person's weak because they're gay, right? Or this person is not tough because they're gay. Or they're not manly enough just because they're gay, right? So, that is definitely that perception that people can have. Yeah, that's definitely how it is. Like I know, even in the hip hop community, like if you come out as gay or bi or anything then you're immediately seen as like I remember this rapper came out uh, can't, I think his name was like I Love McConaughey or something but he came out as gay right and then uh, Migos did something they were doing some type of interview and they basically said that how can you be gay and sell drugs which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. What? You know? <laughs> they said something along the lines of you can't be gay and be hard or gangster or sell drugs or anything like that. And I'm like, why? It doesn't, and that just brings home your the point you made. Like, people automatically assume because someone is, like, gay. I guess they associate homosexuality, or at least with men. They associate homosexual homosexual men as, like, feminine and then they see they look at feminine and what do they think they think weak so maybe that's why yeah i don't know but yeah it's just crazy like hey i know <laughs> i know some i know some, i know some, i know some people are part of that community that could probably work yeah out. exactly they got hands <laughs> maybe i would you know what honestly stronger exactly that's like <laughs> i i know some that are much stronger than i am exactly taller built different like i'm not so yeah so I, you know, like they, I, <laughs> I don't know why that 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 perception is out there. <laughs> that reminds me that that's um that's another thing though that that um the people that are perceived as part of that community are seen as a certain way too. Mm-hmm. Like they're seen as at least what I've seen in like Generation, the movie or the show Generation or um, other shows, they are seen as um skinny, oh. or at least not not necessarily big, right? A lot, at least a lot of times, not always. Um, otherwise, if they are built really big, 
it's out of for humor, right? It's like this person who's really tough and strong and uh, seemingly masculine, but then they're they're um, ironically gay. Mm. I guess it would be. That's I think that's the only time that, or most of the times that I've seen it, um, that's the only time they're big because it's just like the big guy who's super cuddly and has a heart of gold. It's like those, you know, it's like those kind of people. Um, so I, I mean, yeah. So they, yeah, they're they're usually are perceived as you know weaker if they're if they're to be treated or their personality they're supposed to be um, more believable. They're seen as smaller individuals, you know, because um, they don't always dress up. As you know, they you think, or as society portrays them, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's yeah, it's definitely that perception on it. And I get I actually get asked that whenever I um, more so whenever I'm trying to defend uh, that community because then it's that perception of you have to be a part of this community in order to defend them, right? Like when you're this strongly about something, it's like you know, you must either know someone that you're close with or you're part of this community, which I think is stupid. It's so sad that you can't be a decent human being. Like, I don't have to know anyone. I mean, I do, of course. I know plenty of people that are gay, but like, you don't have to know anybody to want somebody to have basic human rights. <laughs> like, what? that's insane. It's like being, it's like being like white and defending black people and be like, what, are you black or something? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no. They're human beings. Well, actually, sir, <laughs> this is a mask. Yeah, you just ripped the mask I'm in, I'm in white face right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, like... Let me tell you something. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's just... I think it all stems from people just trying to compartmentalize people and put them in boxes. Like, oh, you can't be gay and know how to fight. That's impossible. <laughs> All right. And it, it makes you wonder, yeah. like, how... It's, like, so it's like so deep. And it, and that kind of reminds me of a topic, kind of. We'll uh, save yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We'll save real. it for next time. Yeah, right? Yeah. We'll save it for next time. Uh, I, I don't want to go too long with these episodes. I want to I wanna just give enough, just a quick convo. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, you got, I mean, you got any brief things to say to everyone or anything to add? Um, you know what I'm saying? Brush your teeth twice a day. Don't forget to floss. And don't use mouthwash right after that because you got you to gotta have time to, to get the fluoride to sink in on your teeth. But that's it, man. That's all I got. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know Honestly, that. Honestly, so the dentist, the dental community is divided. Some people say it's okay. Others say that you should wait like 30 minutes. But, you know, as long as you're brushing them at night, that's all that matters. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to try to remember that. I'm, I will remember that. All right. I'm going to keep that in mind. All right. Thank you. Y'all take care of each other. Look out for each other. Check up on one another. Check up on yourself. And until next time, we out.